0: Are you an ISA or agent struggling to convert your valuable leads, or are you a team leader looking for advanced scripting and dialogue training for your team? Smart Inside Sales Conversion University is the industry-leading training program designed to give you the ninja-level scripting and objection handlers used by top teams across the country. Conversion U covers scripting, dialogue, objection handling, and closing skills needed to elevate your business through self-paced video training and live interactive expert coaching. Visit smartinsidesales.com slash conversion you to start today.
1: Cash call, everybody. Back again this week. Great to see you. We had a bunch of people in here. Michael Foster, you guys are great. Learn so much each week. Thank you, Michael Foster. Thank That's you. why we do it. Just so that you people get some value. We've got uh, almost 50 people on the live, and we are now live on the, in the Smart Inside Sales Facebook group. So great to see everybody. Uh, Alex Montalvo, of course, our biggest fan. You know, what, Brian, we need to create a number one cash call fan, like maybe hat or something. And you get like to it. wear that, right? If you show up the most and you comment the most, you get to wear the hat and we'll bring you on live. And, I don't know. Talk about
2: you. I love it. Yeah, we're, we're working on this stuff, uh, you know, that's why we have administrative help because okay. Dale and I come up with ideas and they never get executed without administrative help, right?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, Alex wants merch. Uh, so in, I was doing the Follow-Up Boss uh, webinar today. For those of you who don't know, um, our Conversion University is licensed by Follow-Up Boss. So if any of you Follow-Up Boss users, you have access to the video portion of our Conversion University course within Follow-Up Boss. Anyway, I was making the joke during a live webinar today. Is I need a I love Dale shirt, right? Uh, we need to, maybe we should do an I love Dale and an I love Brian shirt. And then we could see who it's like left Twix and right Twix.
2: And I don't know. I, I don't know if, how I feel if I'm going to lose. So uh, you know, pretty competitive <laughs> kind of guy. And uh,
1: right. <laughs> you better get to selling then, bro. You know what I mean? Because I'll be selling Oh, thanks, Chris. I appreciate that.
2: All right. We got, we got one team Dale and and that's okay. Chris Madonna there,
1: McDonough. There we go. Chris, you get, you get free training for life. Uh, Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. Um, so, so anyway, today, yeah. <laughs> today I have an amazing call that I want to play. And you know what's funny is uh, this is from Lori Harris, who is started out as a client of ours, and Lori is now a trainer in training with my company to teach other people because she's fantastic. And you're going to hear some of the fantasticness here in this call, and we're also going to have some learning opportunities by listening to this. Nice. What about you, Brian? You got anything we're going to listen to today?
2: I do, assuming that we have time, because you know sometimes we get carried away, and there's a lot of enough meat on one one bone not to bring in a second one. But I absolutely do, and my call is not the best. There's plenty of learning opportunity, and I love that, but uh, um, it's not it's not what I'm going to brag about. That's for sure. But there's you know, and, and there's opportunities to learn once people do stuff extremely well, and then there's opportunities when maybe not so much. Yep. So.
1: All right, That's so cool. let's jump in here. And, uh, you know, obviously I'll start and stop as we're hearing things that I want to teach. Hello.
0: Hello, Stephen. This is Laurie with the Schmitz and Smith Real Estate Group in Austin. How are you?
1: So she did, you know, textbook opening, right? Assumptive, used the name, knew who it was, announced who she was, and she's using a salutation, which is, I guess, how's your day?
0: Great, thank you. Great, well, I wanted to thank you for registering on our website recently to look at some listings in Austin. I was wondering if you were planning on buying something in the area soon or were you just window shopping?
1: There we go, so that's our classic entry. It's the one I know that you use as well, Brian, executed perfectly.
2: I Love it, you know, it's nice to hear someone say the script exactly. One of the things that I'm gonna point out during my call is learn the freaking intro script. <laughs> and, <laughs> Sorry, I got a little fired up as I was listening to some calls today, but yeah, there are certain things you know. Dale and I don't have you memorize a hundred scripts. Learn the friggin' intro scripts. No, <laughs> you I know what?
1: Say. You know what kills me too. It's like when people sometimes people when they don't know us and they're like, "Oh, hey, we're considering doing training with your company, but if we sign up do you, with you, do we get scripts?" And I'm like, "Listen." <laughs> scripts are like the training wheels that you stick on your bike okay go to the internet and find scripts go, go get those what we do is we take you way beyond the script my point is yes do we give them scripts of course we do you and I we give them but it's so much more about like pieces of script right like it's the intro or it's a specific execution around a technique or it's a a wrap-up script or a button-up script as you call it right it's not like a page of dialogue.
2: Yeah, and and I've got those, I've got them saved on my computer. And the last time I used them, I don't know, because they don't work. And, And let me explain why. Because the buyer, the seller, the potential client, whatever you want to call it, they didn't get the other side of the script. Like you guys have seen movies, you've seen television shows. Like, can you imagine one person has the script and the other person is just guessing? That's how we act. Like, oh, which one of these 73 things do I got to say? That doesn't work. So, no, no. And, and here's an interesting thing. And, and, you know, this is a huge thing with me. I'm a big communication guy. We talked about this at the YLOPO conference that Dale and I were at. But here's the thing. 93% of communication is not the words you say. Now, granted, cash call, we talk a lot about the words you say, but it's not just that. So... Focus on how you're delivering that thing, not just what the words are. So,
1: yeah, absolutely. Hold on one second here. Okay, there we go. Close the door. Sorry, kids are coming home from school now. All right, so let's jump back in here, and we are going to continue listening to this. So she executed the entry really well.
0: Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I'm just window shopping. Um, you know, we I graduated from down there, and uh, you know, we're getting ready. We're retiring here soon. let's just sort of
1: looking and see what's down there. OK, now, he just gave us basically window shopping that he graduated here, which is a personal thing we should jump on and use or can use, right? They're thinking of retiring another opportunity for rapport building, right? That's a life event that we can jump on. And then he basically is kind of closing us out, right? uh and so let's keep listening to this i think you know there's keep listening i'll 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 reiterate the missed opportunity
0: uh but anyway it's really preliminary at this point but i you know i appreciate you following up and and giving me your number and if we do do something i'll give
1: you a call that's close number one so he just closed her to get off the phone right hopefully everybody recognizes that brian is that this lead just closed her to get off the phone. Yeah, clearly, she didn't take it because the call goes a lot longer. <laughs> well, she did not take it, uh, but that's close number one.
0: But okay. Uh, okay, but this is very preliminary at this point. We're not, you know, we're my wife is retiring this year, so we'll probably make a decision in the next 12 to two, you know, a couple of months, I mean, a couple of years. Uh, but uh, I appreciate the call. and. Uh,
1: there's close number two, right? And she really hasn't interjected yet. She just gave a word in the middle there. Uh,
0: and thank you very much. Okay, absolutely. Well, because you registered, that means that I'm going to be sending you listings that look similar to the ones you already saw. Is that something you'd be interested in receiving emails from me?
1: No. Here's what we've heard so far. She stuck the entry, got a great introduction. He proceeded to give her a story objection, which is what I call that, right? Yeah, we're looking there. We graduated there and we'll be retiring, but not in the near future. Uh, thanks for, and then closed her out. Thanks for the call we'll follow up with you, right? Or whatever. Closed her once, closed her twice. Now, when she comes back in, she's moving really kind of toward the end of the conversation with, I'm going to send you properties. Here's what I would suggest, Brian, is that over here, after that first closeout, if you hear, thanks for calling us, we'll follow up with you, you need to acknowledge it. This is what best practice I think would be for her. Acknowledge where he is. Hey, I hear you guys aren't ready to buy. It sounds like you got a lot of planning ahead of you. And Not even really ready to make any any decisions at all. I totally get that, and that's not why I'm giving you a call or why we're talking right now. Okay, so now I've just I've taken your clothes out. I've said I hear you. We're on the same page. I'm decreasing the uh, the you know the impending doom of me trying to sell you something. Right? (laughs) Attention, the walls. We're we're bringing those down. Yeah, exactly. Bringing down the walls, and then I'm going to move into the discovery faster, and and I'll probably actually do some rapport first, like pick one of those pieces you heard that they graduated from here. Hey, you graduated from here. What year? And what, you know, what was your major? What did you study? Or what school did you go to? Or hey, we're retiring soon. Oh, wow. You know what? Listen, I hear you're not doing anything. Not even ready. No problem. What are you guys retiring from? What kind of industry? And what do you do for work, right? Go to rapport.
2: Right. And you know, and here's another question. Obviously, they don't live in Austin. Like That was very clear to me. So, oh, it sounds like you maybe want to come back and, and you know, retire in Austin. Out of curiosity, where do you live now? Yeah. You know, yeah. all we're doing, and Dale's talked about this a lot. It's one of the things that I picked up and, you know, I learned stuff from Dale, by the way. He's, he's a sharp guy. But, you know, right. going to those current tense questions, and that's, I, I picked that up from Dale. It's like, hey, if I can get them to talk about today, about now, They'll talk about it. Why? Because everybody's favorite subject is themselves. So I love that. Hey, you know, um, I completely understand. sounds like maybe you're considering that. Where do you live now? Oh, okay. So we we can start getting that going and moving them to a conversation where they're not like, oh, I want to get off the phone. I want to get off the phone. This person's going to sell me something. Oh, this is an interesting person. We're having an
1: interesting conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I'll just give you an idea what happens. Uh, You know, she does, and this is a pattern I've seen before with some salespeople. So, everybody listening, what we heard is uh, where she gets rejected. She sounds like she's going to close out the call with a hey, we'll be sending you properties. Let me know if you see anything. And then she went back to discovery and asked kind of a discovery question and re engaged the guy. And then that's why the call was uh, so long. The call was what was it? Um, It was like four, it was a almost five minute call. And so she does get back into the discovery. Now I've seen some salespeople that have that process where it sounds like they're going to end. And then they get back into the discovery and they continue the conversation. And usually it works for them. Here's the issue that I've seen with that. uh, Everybody listening is that for most people, if it sounds, if I don't want to talk to you, and I wanna end the call and you make it sound like we're ending the conversation, it I'm, it becomes more difficult for you to re-engage the conversation usually, right? Great. So I don't think as a best practice, it's not something that I think is a good way to go about it. If it works for you, keep, well, first of all, right, Brian, my disclaimer is if what you're doing works, don't listen to me. If you wanna improve what you're doing or you want better results, then try what I'm suggesting or what we, we suggest. Test it. Yeah test it out. Um, But if that's your kind of process where you're closing out based on an objection and then you try to revive it, I don't see that working out as often.
2: I don't either. Uh, And I want to add another point. Um, This is something that we do, and I believe it comes out of fear or out of respect or out of a place that the way that we've been taught to converse with people. But I want you guys to think about being in control of your phone calls. And I think it's an important part. I'm going to, when I play my call, that's one of the things that I noted as I I took notes on it is I felt like the agent lost control. Here's what we don't want to do. Is it okay if I send you emails? Guess what? I can say no to that. So do this instead. Hey, based on the criteria that you've given me, and hopefully I've done some discovery to figure out what that criteria is. I'm gonna set up an email thing because obviously you guys are a year to, year to two years out and you know it's great to keep up on the market. And you know every once in a while, when new stuff hits the market, it'll show up in your email. I never asked them that. Here's the thing, if they don't want that, you know what they're gonna tell me, please don't do that. But right. if I say to them, is it okay? They can say, no, and yeah. now I'm screwed because what am I gonna do, send it to them anyway? Or now I have to overcome an objection. So don't create an objection where one doesn't exist assume that everything that you have to offer for this person is something that they want. If they don't want it, they'll tell
1: you. Yep, absolutely. Um, Here's the other thing that happened in this call, just to close this out, is that she didn't, uh, she did ask, when are you guys going to be coming into Austin next, right? They sell in Austin. And so she asked, hey, can we meet when you come to town? What I, my point was after listening to this is, Get onto a Zoom, so he uses the wife as an excuse. Oh well, my wife, you know, I got to answer to her, and we're not ready yet, and blah blah blah. Get them on a Zoom call now. Get onto a Zoom call and talk about the areas of do like a let's do a virtual like tour of Austin, and I can update you on what's changed since you guys you know graduated from here back in whenever the hell that was. Right? Do it now before you wait for them to come to town. Yeah, and I love that because what are they going
2: to be doing? Like, if I were to go back, like I went to school in Colorado Springs, Colorado Springs. I can tell you, I won't tell what year I graduated, I don't want to feel that old, but I can tell you right now, if I went back to Colorado Springs today, it's a completely different place. And so someone telling me, hey, this wasn't here and this grew up, and all of a sudden it's interesting to me because I'm talking about, oh, you know, when I was here, none of this. And, and guess what? We're not talking about real estate anymore. We're talking about rapport, and we're building. And you know, I I was doing a webinar the other day with somebody, and I, I can't get over this enough. The only thing we have left, in my opinion, in 2022, is building relationships. Everything else is gone from real estate. Like the reason that we exist is, is to have relationships. Because guess what? We can put a combo lockbox on the front door, and they don't even need us. We have to True. build relationships. It's it's our it's our absolute best value that yeah. we have. 2022.
1: And let me add to that. So absolutely relationship. I think that's one of the, one of the key reasons that the, the giants haven't gotten rid of us yet. And I think that the other one is, you know, for the same reason that you're a coach and I'm a coach is that bespoke advice in the heat of the battle or in the heat of the moment with somebody who you have built that relationship with, right. Where they trust your opinion and experience and they can turn to you for advice i think those are the two key things that have kept us from being knocked off out of this industry we have a question from samantha when someone is oops it went away let me read this here in the chat when someone's like oh i'm real busy right now to close the conversation i've had a lot of success with before i let you go insert discovery question here uh, or when they try to close the conversation with thanks, I like to say my pleasure. So insert discovery question here. Yeah, absolutely. And what I would also say is that if you uh, if you also acknowledge, right? So if they say, you know what, I'm, uh, I'm really busy right now, uh, then I would acknowledge that they're really busy. Hey, got it. I understand you're busy, not trying to waste any of your time. That's an acknowledgement. Then stick your question in there rather than just going straight to the question.
2: And here's the thing, like my rule is three push throughs. Like if somebody tells me three times I need to go, then then I'm going to let them go because I want to respect them and not piss them off. Again, it's a relationship. Can you imagine talking to someone who's your friend? They're like, keep going, keep going. I'm like, hey, I got to (laughs) go. You know, so we want to respect it, but understand usually the, especially the first push through is just to try and get you off the phone. So, you know, it's not always going to work, but here's the thing. You'll have more success being more aggressive than less aggressive.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, great. So that that's what I had for that call. And, and that was the advice that that I had for them, uh, for her there on that, on that conversation. But uh, it is really refreshing to be able to play some really critical parts that she executed really well.
2: Cool. All right. Well, I'm ready to play my call. Um, again, it, it, it may not be the best one I've ever played, but there's plenty of opportunities to learn here. So you love bad calls. No bad calls. There we go. <laughs> no dumb questions, right? All right. So once again, that didn't work. (laughs) Uh I I I don't understand why my uh, my computer hates me, but uh,
0: Ivan, how are you? All right, there we go. I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you?
2: Can you hear me? Okay.
0: Yeah, I can hear you. Ah, there you are. Can you hear me? I can now. Yep. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, look, I am I am driving, but I'm I'm actually headed to my location right now. I'm almost there. And I'm looking at this property that Zillow had sent. Uh Hang on. Because now Realtor's trying to call me. (laughs) Let me get this car parked and I'm going to look this up.
2: Okay. A couple of things that I want to say about this. You don't have to tell people what's going on. And I don't care that Realtor.com calling you. I don't care. Your mom's calling your brother, sister, and uncle. They don't care about that. Like, understand that you haven't even earned the right to have a conversation yet so be careful giving up all this ambiguous information so um, I I don't know if you have any thoughts on that Dale but that was the, my big takeaway from that
1: yeah I really don't think it's necessary I mean if you're if if what you're trying to do is going to cause a pause in your ability to focus and or conduct the conversation like what she said is i'm driving let me pull over like she could have just shortened it up like if it's going to impact my ability to like have a good conversation oh hold on i um like got my kids here let me put them in the thing and, and then i can talk to you i think it's okay to do that if it's not if you can conduct a conversation like if you're just driving down an empty road and all you need to do is pull over or pull into a parking lot you don't need to say all that stuff. just do it yeah absolutely they don't need a play-by-play
2: of what you're doing Just yeah okay
0: okay so i have 930 south arkansas street is that correct
2: yeah yes that's right
0: okay all right so tell me just while i'm getting to my little location here and i can stop um tell me what questions do you have about this property
1: nope so
2: so dale and i've talked about this this is the little call by the way that's not the script and that's you know and i mentioned at the beginning that i'm frustrated with people not, not learning intro scripts the intro script is Hey, this is Brian Curtis with Curtis Realty Group. I'm a local agent. By the way, if you're doing realtor.com and Zillow, homes.com portal leads, say you're a local agent. Why? Because they've talked to some other person and they don't know what call center they're in. I'm a local agent is a very powerful thing to say. Yes. Zillow said that you're interested in 123 Main Street. With that in mind, I have time available both today and tomorrow. Would either of those work well to go take a look at the property? Something to that effect set the freaking appointment on the front end, that's mostly what people want. If you ask people, do they have questions and they really don't have any, then it becomes extremely awkward. So um, that's uh, know your intro scripts. Now, to Dale's point, the earlier call, that was not a portal lead. That was some sort of website lead or lead follow-up. I'm not sure which it was. That's the script you use for that. So you need to have like two or three intro scripts memorized for the lead source. But once you've got that, that's really all you need to
1: memorize. Yep. Yep exactly uh and you know what brian before before you hit play i just want to make sure that we reiterate for these people for those who haven't heard this yet the reason that we don't want her to ask do you have questions or what questions do you have about the property is because a lot of times the agent can't answer the questions uh, or doesn't know the information and most of the time they just want to go see the damn property anyway and that's what we want to do and that's easier to do right so it's much easier to simply ask Hey, you're interested in this address. And she confirmed. He said, yes. Great. When would you like to go see it?
2: That's pretty much no. it. What, watch what happens and the exact thing that Dale said is about to happen. <laughs> uh, a, a lot, actually.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay.
2: A lot. Like,
1: um, just to rattle off a few, uh, is it on a slab or is it on beams? Has it had a okay. roof put on it recently? Does it have a fireplace? Does it have central heat and air stuff like that? Oh, All god. that information's on Zillow, by the way. Oh god! <laughs> you know, and, and this oh, this uh, agent's ch- uh, plane just caught on fire and it's headed to the trees.
2: Yeah. Now, now I got to scramble. Set mm-hmm. yourself up, and I wrote as I listened to this. Take control of the call, and remember, the person who is asking the questions is the person who's in control. And so, how do we gain control? Real simple. Be the person asking the questions ask the questions
1: but Honestly,
0: not look i'm about but, to
1: pull uh, out. Oh. go ahead i was going to say yes we ask questions but not do you have questions about this property <laughs>
2: <Not that question. laughs> Fair enough. Right. ask a better
1: question <laughs> yeah, ask, ask, better
2: ask a discovery question who what why where when and how yeah
0: because i'm looking at the price and those are very valid questions you have <laughs> And I am not mm-hmm. familiar with this property. I can't say that I have actually looked at it.
2: So Uh-oh. once again, I've I've basically shot myself in the foot. Nice. You're calling me to answer my, the questions and I can't answer them for you. Like I can tell you me at the other end of this conversation would be, you know what, Susie? It's not her name, but you know what, Susie? I, I feels like I'm not talking to the right person. I'm going to reach out to the listing agent. I really appreciate your time today. Click.
1: I might as so, well have called a an offshore call center.
2: Yes. So, you know, one of the advantages of being a local real estate agent is I have local real estate knowledge. So, and by the way, I'm not saying it again, it comes back to this. We talk about this a lot. You're not going to, if someone asks you through your listing agent, don't lie. We're not saying say, yes, I'm the listing no. agent when you're not, but <laughs> don't, but, but don't say, I don't know. I don't know anything. You know, <laughs> that's, there's, there's a happy medium in between those two points, I guess is my right. Point. So, all right yeah. So go, go, before
1: go. you do it, before you do it, everybody listening, the whole point is when you say I don't have the answers to those questions, I've never seen the house. You're most likely not the listing agent. Okay. So Brian, just for, just for purposes here, can we role play this? You be the guy, and I'm going to ask a dumb question, which is, do you have, What questions do you have about this property? And you're going to ask me all these questions. And I'm just going to show you a more graceful way to get around this without saying, I don't know and I've never seen the property. Okay. Perfect, so, perfect. Brian, I'm going to ask a bad question. We don't do this, everybody. This is just for demonstration purposes. Brian, what questions do you have about the property?
2: I've got like six or seven. So, is, is it on a slab? How big is the lot? What's the age of the roof? Is, the cent- Is there central heat and air and does it have a fireplace?
1: Got it, Brian. All those are very, very important questions. And it sounds like you're pretty dialed in on what you're looking for. How long have you been looking?
2: Uh, six months, whatever. It doesn't six matter. months. My, my, yeah. It, yeah. And, yeah. Okay. yeah, six so, months.
1: Yeah. Did I say shit about I don't know the answers? I've never seen that property. No, I just went like a greased pig right around that and asked you an important question I need to know.
2: Pivot is what, you know, what we call it, right? Pivot, yeah. here's the thing. If you can't answer a question, change the subject. <laughs> right. Well, and I, I mean, let's not let's not ignore people. No, Don't we're teaching
1: them. politics here, Brian, is what we're teaching. You need to be a <laughs> goddamn politician. If you can't answer the question, change the question.
2: To some extent, you're right. Now, again, we're, we're not suggesting that you lie to people or be unethical. It's just, we're gonna get that data anyway, at the end of the day, let's find a way to change the subject so we can talk about what, what you know, be, again, take control of the call. So
1: Yeah. Oscar I'll has a question know. here. Oscar Montalvo. The Montalvo brothers. We're going to send you guys a bill in the mail. They are our biggest uh, cash call fans. Uh, Oscar that. asks, would it be better if we say something like, it sounds like that would be, it sounds like it would be a good idea if we set up a time to go see the home. Are you available today or is tomorrow better? Um You know, that could, I think that could also be a solution as well, Oscar. Uh, I think it depends on, it's very situational. If the person in, you know, directed you to like, I have questions about the property first, what you said won't work because they've already basically denied going to look at it and predicated on the questions. Or, you know, the way that this guy delivered his questions, we may or may not be able to just quickly move him to go see it. And so sometimes you can do it. What I did would help to get you back into discovery mode and create some rapport. And then once we have some rapport, it would be easier to push him to go see it without getting his questions answered potentially.
2: Yeah. And if you guys remember at the beginning of this conversation, what the agent said is, do you have any questions? So she opened this door. (laughs) Yeah. I got seven questions that you are not going to be able to answer. Okay. Maybe that's not the best approach. If you use Oscars, I was going to say Alex, but they're brothers. Um, If you use Oscar's question on the front end, which is one of the things that Dale and I said, hey, perfect. It's not, you know, um, you're interested in one, two, three Main Street. When would you like to see it? I have time available today or tomorrow, which works better for you? If you would have done that question on the front end, it would have solved this problem of having to answer all these gazillion questions in between without doing discovery.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I want to see how how does this, how does she pull this out of the trees?
2: I want to see this. Eventually she sets an appointment. We're probably not going to get there. It's an eight minute a phone call, but let's listen to a couple other things that they're opportunity to learn here. And then, you know, we'll we'll button up,
0: so. Ah, okay. Let's see, yeah, no, I haven't been out there, hang on. We have so many, you know, houses and, and rentals and whatnot that pop up and disappear mm-hmm. within day's time, like we can't even get to them.
1: Within hours.
0: Right? Oh, uh, it's so yes. frustrating.
1: Yes, I've been <clears throat> my wife and I my wife and I've been trying to find a house for over a year now and no luck.
0: <laughs> really? Okay, well while I'm pulling this up tell me a little bit like you've been searching um are you like, Yes. are you local now here in town? Yes,
1: yes. I live here in Bentonville.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, it is definitely frustrating. I, I live Yes, I live in Bentonville. I work in Rogers. And-
2: so here's the thing I want to say. She tried to answer, answer, answer the ask the discovery question of what has the issue been? Why haven't you been able to find a house? And she did a thing that a lot of salespeople do. She answered her own question before the, the, the lead was able to, the client was able to. And we never got to it. Like, guys, you, you hear me say this all the time a, a lead discovery question, a, a call like this is a puzzle. And guess what? you've got to ask the questions and you've got to look for those points. So in my opinion, here's a better question. Hey, I don't remember the guy's name. That's not good by the way. Hey, Bob, you know, um, out of curiosity, you mentioned that you haven't been able to find a house for a year. Can you tell me about that? What is, what has been the thing it's not been able to is that you haven't been able to find a house. Oh, you know, we've written a bunch of offers or every time we go to, to write an offer, the house is already sold. We don't know what that is. So, Here's the thing: everything in sales is about solving a problem, right? Dale, like all my entire that's the only thing we're doing in sales. We have to either create a problem so we can solve it or determine what the problem is so that we can solve it. We still don't know what the problem is. I don't know why this guy can't buy a house. Is it because he wrote offers at asking price? Is it because he's you know got no cash? I don't know what that problem is, and there's and that's where we've got to get because. I can say, hey, by the way, um, my team, you know, we, we, we've we been suffering through a lot of this too, but one of the things that we've done is we've come up with some strategies that help people win, win those offers. And when we meet in person, I'll go over with those, what those are, and, you know, we can tell you why we close a higher percentage of, of properties than anybody else in the market. Now, obviously, if that's not, you don't say that last part, but- We have a strategy, we know how to do this. We focused on helping people buy houses in this market that's much more challenging. We've got to come up with some benefit to work with me, not just say, holy crap, that sucks. (laughs) Because now I'm just another guy who can't help you. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. That really sucks in this market, we're all screwed. That is not gonna push you forward. So I I know we're kind of over already, so I'm not gonna play any more of that, but ultimately, we have to focus on what is the problem. And of course, if you don't know what the problem is, you need to do better discovery. And then once someone tells you what the problem is, it's okay to empathize, but come up with a solution. Yeah. Because otherwise I can
1: just work with the other guy who popped the lock for me. Right. So did she try to, did she, did she try to close them for working with your team or what you guys do (laughs) She eventually
2: got to the point where, you know, we go back and forth. We have a whole bunch of conversation. And in my opinion, that's not worth a flip. And then eventually we do set the appointment. He's going to go see it tomorrow at 1030. So we are actually going to go see it. But I will tell you this as I listened through that too. Oh, by the way, there's all these appointments. Dah, dah, dah. Why are we talking about this stuff? One of the things that I feel like salespeople are doing more today than ever before is feeling, feeling the need to fill the space. Yeah. In other words... I've got to keep talking to you. I've got to keep talking to you. I got, stop, flip it on its head, ask more questions, let them do all the talking. When somebody says, oh, that's interesting. Tell me more about that. Oh, I appreciate that. What happened there? Like, it's all about going deeper. You know, Eric Hatch said this on a, on, a, on a panel that you and I are with, and I've been saying this for years also. Go deep, not wide. I don't need to know your entire life story. I want to go deep on why you're struggling with, Purchasing a house, it's taken a year and you still don't have a house. Yeah. Somebody so, has to help this
1: person. What about agent? Does it was this guy working with an agent or has an agent? Or you know? We we never got to it, to be honest. You
2: know, okay. And it is what it is. So, um, and again, to me, when someone says I've been struggling for a year, oh, so it sounds like you've probably looked at a couple of houses out of curiosity. Are you committed to an agent? Or out of curiosity, how are you seeing those houses? Some kind of question yeah. that gives me discovery. Oh yeah, I've got an agent. I plan on seeing this house with them tomorrow. Oh, for right. you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's something that's coming up more and more uh, often now is frustrated buyers who are losing out on transactions, uh, potentially cheating on their existing agent, right? And, uh, you know, that's something that we also have to deal with. So you, you kind of have to be on guard for that. You have to one, be on guard for it because personally, sometimes- There's a good opportunity to help somebody. Sometimes it's really, they were using a good agent and and it's a factor of the market that they aren't willing to get over yet. Um, And you, so you need to be able to sniff that kind of stuff out, but also be able to value pitch your company, like what you just said, Brian, you know, she would need to be able to articulate that value and see if there's an opportunity there to, to take that person further and get them a house.
2: And again, the whole key to this is asking enough questions to understand. Like, I don't know why this guy hasn't been able to buy a house. He didn't, didn't tell know. us that. He's got a <laughs> 350 credit score. Oh, <laughs> you know, or,
1: or literally, he's got no money for a down payment and campaign he's kind tastes and beer budget or yeah. insists on coming in below asking price on every house and won't waive things. Like, you know, he could right. be a problem child.
2: Yeah. And, and, and again, we can't, you know, I can't fix people being ignorant of the, you know, they're agreeing with how the process goes, but at the end of the day, I can educate them on, you know, I love third-party stories, you know, for example, and I'll give you this example and I'll kind of leave this as my final thought. We actually had an agent pay, well, the agent didn't pay it. The buyer paid the seller's closing costs. That was what got them to deal. It's interesting, that's what we're starting to see. And, and, you know, instead of offering $15,000 higher, they just said the buyer will pay seller's closing costs up to $15,000 so they capped it um, Yeah. because be careful remember this commission is a closing cost for a seller so don't think you're paying $3,000 and no you're going to pay that plus you know 3 4, 5 7% whatever the listing is but it's a great opportunity to be different and then another thing that i've seen recently is on offers is if you accept our offer by such and such a date we will pay you an additional five thousand dollars over our our offer. And there we here's go. The thing, I like is that. Idea. Really? Yeah, but and let me ask you this, Dale: Is that really better? No, but is it different? Yep, it is. Yeah, <laughs> and it, and it's creating an artificial pressure. Now, honestly, if if I was running that offer and two days later that had expired and they came back to me and said, "Would you still buy it at that price?" I would say, "Heck yes!" But I'm trying <laughs> to create an opportunity. In Sign it. Yeah. So. Remember when you're writing offers, sometimes different is just
1: better. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all, it's like marketing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Carolyn Cooper. I always work into a Zillow call. How long has the person been looking for a new home? Yep. Good question. Ask. All right, everybody, we are out of time. Sorry. This is your one. This is your, we're at the end of your dose of cash call for this week. You're gonna to have to suffer through until next Wednesday. Uh, I wish you the la- the best, and thanks for showing up. Appreciate
2: everybody, and uh, we'll see you next Wednesday.